Today's podcast is brought to you by Hometown Dental in Seville, Ohio. Thank you for listening. Our podcast today is being hosted at Cloverleaf High School Gymnasium. Tonight we are celebrating the first annual Joe Tate Classic run by the Cloverleaf Colts basketball program. Our own junior achievement team is also debuting our new brand, Positive Vibes, a company where we aim to send out positive vibes. We intend to create commercials, emailing lists, and a product to help spread positivity in our community. You will hear us talk to Joe Tate's family members, his friends, Cloverleaf basketball players, students, teachers, and many others. Thank you for listening. Joseph Tate was a local, well-known American sports broadcaster who was the play-by-play announcer on radio for the Cleveland Cavaliers of the National Basketball Association and both TV and radio for the Cleveland Indians of the Major League Baseball. He also broadcasted for the Cleveland Rockers and the Mount Union Purple Raiders. He retired in 2011 and died in 2021, and we are honored to recognize him today. We are here with Karen Tate, Joe Tate's daughter. Um, Thank you for coming and talking with us. We really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for asking. Um, We have a couple questions for you. Okay. Um, So you are Joe's daughter, and in what way has he affected your life? I have his humor. Um, I have his uh, pack rat tendencies. Um, he was my best friend. He was a great guy, lots of fun. Um, I actually worked for the Cavs as well, so kind of followed in his footsteps a little bit. But uh, I am a keeper of, I guess, uh, all things Tate. So he left me with all the memorabilia, all of the family photos and the archives. So, um, yeah, again, you know, I, even if, if I ever got married, I would not change my name. I would keep Tate. It's just, it is who I am. He is who I am. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Can I ask, what did you do for the Cavs? I was a uh, production assistant. I ran cable. I ran half-court camera. For the Jumbotron, uh, also did the Indians as well. So yeah, he did radio because he always said he had a face for radio. And I worked behind the scenes doing uh, TV. Very cool. That's very interesting. Um, what's something about Joe that you'll never forget? Something about Dad that I would never forget. He always knew, without a map, how to get from point A to point B. Never trusted GPS, laughed at me anytime I brought my GPS up or I used Waze on my phone. He, 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 I've got a better way to do that. And he could tell you exactly where the best place to eat was. I don't care where you were, what you know, state you were in. He would know the best place to eat, fastest way to get somewhere, and what train line was going through that area. He was, he was an encyclopedia of that stuff. It was all things travel. It was weird. That's very impressive. Yeah. I don't know many people nowadays that can't use GPS. He refused. He was anti-technology. He, I mean, before he died, I taught him how to use a tablet so he could keep up on some sporting scores from different colleges. But he never could figure out how to use it. He was constantly calling me. How do I use this? Uh, my YouTube's not working. What do I do? And I have to talk him through it. It was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> but that's as most technology as he wanted to get. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what's something that he's taught you? Uh, my love of driving and travel. 
Yeah, always. Yeah, he was a big, big influence on me. I still love to drive. Uh, he left me his car when when he when he left, and I'm turning it into a camper. Oh, which very is very cool. cool. And uh, yeah, I just like I, said, I love to drive, and I kind of still do what he does. I will take the small roads, the back ways. I don't drive the highways. You yeah. know, I just that's that's dad. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then, how do you plan on keeping his memory alive? This this type of thing, like uh, when Scott told me they were doing this scholarship, I just I thought that was the coolest thing ever because he would be thrilled. Uh, he loved the high school sports, the uh, college sports. Um, you know, watching the kids play their hearts out. I think the last game he actually announced was girls cloverleaf basketball. Aww. It was a Saturday afternoon. I came here with him. I, and I, I do think that was the last game he ever called before he died. And he loved it. Absolutely loved it. So, yeah, he would be uh, thrilled that this was happening. And I you know, want to keep working with Scott. I'm so happy that he, they asked me to be a part of it. So, yeah, this kind of thing it definitely would keep him alive. Yeah, and I know we're planning on making this an annual tradition. And so we'd I love know. for you to come as much as you can. Oh, you kidding? Um, yeah. We're so honored to have you here. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. It's just been really great. Well, thanks for asking me. I'm not expecting it. I'm expecting to watch a good game and hand out a few uh, raffle tickets. So <laughs> this was cool. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. We're here with Cloverleaf graduate Jake Trampush, who received the Joe Tate Scholarship last year. So were you shocked to receive the scholarship last year? Uh, I was shocked. Uh, I found out about it uh, at work, actually. My boss uh, called me into a meeting with all the higher-ups, and we were talking, and all of a sudden he put on the, the radio uh, announcement that I won, and it was just crazy because I wasn't expecting that at all. Are you still playing basketball? Uh, yes, I was uh, committed to play at Hiram, but I withdrew from there, and now I'm either transferring out to a mich uh, school in Michigan or a school in Indiana to continue to play. What have been some of your biggest basketball accomplishments? Um, I would probably say uh, getting to the point I am now, being able to be a, a collegiate athlete, uh, getting through everything that I've been through is, pr is pretty cool. So, How has Joe Tate's legacy impacted your life? Um, he, uh, he made the games exciting to watch. Um, he had a lot of energy, so it was just amazing. Who has been your biggest basketball influence? My biggest basketball influence has probably been my two cousins, Brant and Grant. Um, just watching them growing up playing, they really got me into the game. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being on our podcast. Thank you for having me. We're here with um, Scott Malarkey from Hometown Dental, and we would first like to thank you for sponsoring today's podcast. No problem. So, can you tell us a little bit about Hometown Dental? Sure. We're uh, right on Center Street in Seville, um, right past the fire station and right before the uh, vet hospital. Um, we do everything from cleanings to fillings, crowns, bridges. Uh, we're a network with Delta Dental, Guardian, access to care facility. So, see a lot of uh, friendly faces and people I see in the office walking around right now. So, what makes you want to be involved in Cloverleaf? So I graduated from here. Um, I played sports here. I went on and I played sports in college. Then I came back and I taught here from 99 to 2004. So I coached football, wrestling, and track at the high school. And I taught LD here 
And that, at that time, we were having a hard time passing a levy. We were like 0 for 7. And the administration kind of came to me and said, you know, we really want to keep you here, but if the levy doesn't pass, um, we're going to have to start looking at other ways to, to keep you on. And I just couldn't do it. But I, I always had a passion for the kids and for Cloverleaf itself. And then got into dental right after, which was, thankfully, I just kind of fell into it. And uh, just through my travels and through my work experience, we were able to um, open Hometown Dental in the in the district. And the first thing I thought was partnerships. And what better way to get parents and patients to come by supporting the local teams. And, you know, people are it's pets, sports, and kids. So any of those three things, if you have passions for those, it's everybody's kind of like-minded with that and it's easy for them to make an appointment so i love cloverleaf so it made sense for me to multitask and you know show up donate my hands my feet money whatever you guys need in order to make cloverleaf the place that i think it is which is awesome that's amazing (laughs) so how did you know joe tate so when i was 13 years old uh, my my best friend uh, his family raised horses. Well, Joe Tate's second wife also had horses. Well, they lived with about a mile and a half from him. So whenever they were on vacation or Joe was on the road, they needed someone to clean the stalls. Well, when I was a kid, naturally we'd go over there. Um, parents still say, hey, you got to go clean Tate's stalls. Didn't think much of it back then because we were young. But then 10 years ago or whatever we kind of reconnected and I brought it up and he remembered everything about us he knew us and it just kind of blew us away because he's such a was such an icon back then that he remembered two kids cleaning stalls at his house and we just kind of picked up a friendship from there and you know he came to the office he ended up doing like all of our commercials for us I drove him back to his first Cavs game that he ever went to since he retired and so over the course of like the last four years before his passing we just had a lot of good times and a lot of history together so i just want to um memorialize everything that we're doing um here today at the joe tate classic he loved cloverleaf he loved everything about cloverleaf and when i took him back to his first Cavs game after we got done the first thing he said to me is like scott i'd rather go catch a girls game down at cloverleaf and this was after kevin love was hugging him larry nance jr they took him in the locker room. They treated him like a mascot almost. Everybody was high-fiving him. And to me, I was blown away. He didn't care. He'd rather come here and watch you guys play. So to me, what better way to memorialize somebody like that that's famous and bigger than all of us, let's be honest, that he loved Cloverleaf. So we shared that interest, and I think that was kind of our bond because we always talked to sports. He knew all the kids, whether those kids knew it or not. Um, the trip girl from two years ago, I had to hear stories about that for for the last year and a half because he's blown away by her. So it was cool. So, how do you feel about us making this an annual thing, almost like a tradition? So, Coach Carm and Coach Banks and I—that's the first thing we said um, halfway through. This is this is going to be the base from growing something that's bigger than ourselves. It's going to be something great. The atmosphere in there and kind of. You can see it and like hear like the new voice of the Cavs, Tim Alcorn. All of them are kind of coming out of the woodwork saying, hey, we didn't know. We want to be a part of this. So I was telling like all the kids that want to listen, like be prepared for like the next two, three, four years for this to be like Celebrity Central. You're going to see some people walking around here. They're going to be like, holy crap. And it's just because of who Joe was. Um, the radio station that um, we partner with, WOL, they're really great at 
keeping their grassroots stuff together and, and making sure that schools like Cloverleaf get recognized and people see that. So I'm I'm super excited for where this is going to go because this is just the starting point for something pretty awesome. So. So how do you think Joe would feel about this? So Karen Tate has. His daughter is in there right now, and she right before I head over, said Joe would be over the moon, super pumped about Cloverleaf celebrating him. He would like this more than anything else, and that's including his Hall of Fame trophy that's sitting in her house. Pretty cool. So, well, thank you for being here today. We appreciate it. Thank you for sponsoring. Absolutely. If there's anything you guys need, you know where to call. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, I'm here with Mr. Carmagiano, also known as Carm or Coach Carm. He is a teacher and a uh, coach at Cloverleaf High School. Um, so right now we're in basketball season, so how is the season going so far this year? And how's okay. the team doing? Thanks for having me. Um, we're, we're really off to a pretty good start. Like We're 8-3. and three. The girls are playing tough. We're 4-1 and one in the league, and um, one of our goals every year is to have a chance to win that league title, mm-hmm. and then another goal is to make it to the districts every year. So yeah, awesome. we've kind of established that position, and we're looking forward to trying to accomplish those goals. Um, throughout the season, have you seen like some big weaknesses that you guys have been needing to work on? Yeah, we definitely need to work against pressure. Um, the better teams definitely bring a lot of good full-court pressure, so we got to learn to handle that situation, be mentally strong in a lot mm-hmm. of other situations. And, you know, we rely a lot on our senior post players, Laurel and Tori, um, to get a lot of the tough work done. So we're just asking our guards to learn how to help them out. Like, if they could help out with a couple rebounds here and there, score a little bit, um, make it that team effort. And and definitely different guards have stepped up at different times. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be, like, a big difference next year or, like, the following years once you lose Tori and Laurel? Or, like... Yeah, those those players are tough to replace. Those two are, you know, four-year starters and or three-year and four-year starters, and um, they've definitely been a staple in Cloverleaf girls basketball over the last four years. Um, but we're really encouraged by um, we work with our youth program and our high school girls are there, and they work two nights a week with these girls, and so. We're building what would be the sense of a program. Mm-hmm. So from the first grade and the second grade yeah. little dribblers all the way up through the high school, we have a connection with all these girls, and we've seen some outstanding success. Um, when we started our youth program, we had about 30 girls in grades 1 through 6, and now we welcome over 110 oh, wow. girls to the gym every That's week. That's awesome. So, yeah, That's thanks. incredible. Thanks. Um, I'm going to ask you about uh, Joe Tate. Did you ever grow up listening to him at all? Yeah, Joe Tate is definitely like a hero of mine. Um, When I went to college at the University of Dayton, I was a broadcast major to begin with before I became an education um, focus, but um, I wanted to broadcast. I wanted to be like Joe. Um, My first assignment in one of my communications classes was to make a commercial, and I can remember just like using a Joe Tate script, and I emulated his voice, and I was like, you know... Um, it's basketball time at the Coliseum, you know, that's what I remember growing up, and so he had this effect on me, and then years later, fast forward, you know, we're at a banquet for the Medina County Gazette in the summer, all of the, you know, first teamers and all the coaches that were coaches of the year, whatever, I was honored to be there to begin with, but I went and sat at the Medina Gazette's table, and there was Joe Tate sitting there, so... I got to have dinner with Joe, and just 
you know, getting to know him a little bit better over the years, he was such a just a stand-up guy, a really simple guy that had a passion for um, high school sports, and um, he he was a blast. We had him here a couple years back, and he called one of our games and stuff, and did the PA announcing. And it was just an amazing day, and, and just to have that chance to be around him. But he was just like, he was a friend to everyone. Yeah, that's what his daughter was saying, that uh, one of his last games that he broadcasted was at Cloverleaf High School Girls game, Yeah, which is pretty awesome. So it would you say he game. inspired you as a coach, or to keep coaching? Yeah, he's definitely inspiring in a lot of ways. Like, he inspired me to, like, go to college to begin with, mm-hmm. and so... Um, and just to have and like listen to some of his radio calls from the past today and the things that we kind of collected to play for the audience it's like you get goosebumps you know he's called every big Cavs game back in the 70s yeah. and then all the way up to like the beginning of LeBron and all that like it was just amazing to hear some of the things that he did and, mm-hmm. and yeah, the way he awesome. sounds his excitement yeah yeah that really bring it alive like that well thank you so much for talking with us yeah. we really appreciate it thank you Kevin and good luck to Positive Vibes so thank right, you thank guys you. today's podcast is sponsored by Hometown Dental located in Seville, Ohio Hometown Dental offers preventative restorative and cosmetic dental services Hometown Dental works to fit your schedules and needs, especially in the case of an emergency, like a broken or loose tooth. With weekend, same-day, and evening appointments to suit every schedule and need, their goal is to make dental care more easily accessible, affordable, and agreeable. Go visit Hometown Dental today, and never forget that you're never fully dressed until you wear a smile. All right, I'm here with Mr. Walker. Uh, do you still want to tell, yourself, tell uh, everyone a little bit about yourself? About, a little bit about myself? Yeah. Well, I... Um I grew up in West Virginia and um, went to West Virginia University, got two two master's degrees from there and had a career in law enforcement as a police officer and detective before I got into this line of work. Oh, that's cool. That's um, so you're the athletic director at Cloverleaf. How would you say the winter sports teams are doing this year so They're far? Doing real good. Yeah, everybody's doing really, really well so far. Um, have you ever heard of uh, Joe Tate? Did you ever grow up listening to him? I did. I didn't grow up listening to him, but I but I listened to him and I knew him. And um, you know, when my uh, I remember when my oldest son played football at the middle school, he would come out to the games and just sit on the grass hillside and watch the middle school boys play, and then uh, go out. And then I know when he retired from the Cavaliers, they were talking to him up there about would he come back. You know, watch the Cavs play, and he said, "Ah, he's the. You know, if I want to see a basketball game, yeah. I'll just go to Cloverleaf." Yeah. Um. Do you think Jote has left like kind of a legacy? I don't know, like schools or like people that wanted to grow up and be like him. I do. I think you know he was he was one of the best, and he was respected nationwide. And uh, anyone that wants to go into sports broadcasting should definitely you know get get some of his. Oh, yeah. games and listen to him and, and, and try to follow his lead because he was, he was one of the best. Would you say that like, announcers have like a very important part? Like let's say you can't watch it from home because they have like a big part of like making uh, watchers like, feel that emotion of the game. Sure, sure because you visualize in your mind what's going on because he'll you know, in a basketball game, you know, they're moving from left to right. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of get the division and, you know, whether they're on the close corner or the far corner taking a three shot. And, and then just the emotion of calling the game and, and you're yeah. driving in your car, you can you can kind of visualize what's going on. And he, was, he was very good at that. Uh, how long have you been at Cloverleaf? I've been here 16 years. 
and um, I, I think there, I don't think there's been any ads that's served longer that closely than me. Yeah, maybe even for the county at one time. Yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I love it here. Well, thank you so much. All right, so I'm here with Blake Benko and Ashton Newton from the uh, Cloverleaf High School's basketball team. How would you guys say your season has been going so far this year? I think the season's going uh, pretty well. We've had some setbacks with some players um, and some cancellations for our games, but overall, the season's going pretty well. That's good to hear. Um, how would you guys say, I'd like to hear from both of your personal seasons, how would you guys think you're doing so far this year? Um, compared to last year, I think I've been doing a lot better. I mean... Last year I didn't really play a lot to go from that to this year to playing as much as I do. I think it's been going pretty well. Uh, from my standpoint, I think it's been going really well. Really enjoying to uh, play with all our seniors uh, finally on the court again, um, which is working really well. Uh, what would you guys say your favorite memory is from this year, and it's not from this year, but past years? Uh, I'd say just getting here early, hanging out with uh, all our teammates, and always having a good time. Yeah, I just say all the all the good moments with the teammates. I mean, there's a lot of them. Does so. it make you guys a little emotional that it's your last season for basketball? Uh, I would. I haven't gotten emotional yet. It might come, but uh, definitely have thought about it a little bit. Yeah, I think once because that happened with me with football. Once the end of the season hits, is when it's. You kind of start to notice. And then, did you guys ever grow up listening to uh, Joe Tate? Uh, I've uh, listened to him a few times. I knew he was like an amazing play-by-play announcer on the radio for the Cavs um, and for the Cleveland Indians. So, yeah, um, I know he made the game really exciting with his announcing. And I mean, a lot of people will remember him. All right, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so I'm with uh, Philip Hamilton from the uh, Cloverleaf basketball team. Um, how would you say the uh, team has been doing this year so far? I feel like our team chemistry has been pretty good. It's way better than it was last year. And we lost a few games because of refing and combination of a whole bunch of different things. But we'll get it together and we'll be all right this season. Oh. Well, uh, <laughs> how do you think your uh, personal season has been going? Uh, I've been doing great. I feel like I just got to cut down on turnovers and bad shots. Have you seen a lot of improvement from yourself from last year to this year? A lot of improvement. I'm averaging in like almost 10 points per game more and oh, wow. way more assists. That's awesome. Like your last year at Cloverleaf High School for uh, a basketball game. What was the question again? Uh, like your last year, your last year as a uh, senior. How does uh, that make you feel? Time flies. Like I wish I would have cherished it more when I was a sophomore and freshman. And last year I should have cherished it more too. Then did, did you ever uh, grow up listening to the Cavaliers or watching the Cavs at all? Yeah, a um, lot. <laughs> do you uh, ever heard of Joe Tate? Uh, yeah. Right. Hey guys, we're here with Steven Manbeck. He's a senior on the basketball team. So first of all, Steven, what position do you play? Um, I'm kind of a shooting guard slash point guard. Okay, and how has your season been going personally? Personally, um, it's been up and downs. Uh, I get some playing time here and there. Um, I'm kind of like the sixth man on the team. Um, I saw I have some games. I'm probably averaging about six points per game, but um, my defense is where it's usually at. And when they need somebody to lock down, that's usually me. Okay, awesome. And how do you think the team's been doing this year? Uh, team's been good this year. Um, we've had a lot of close games. We could easily be eight and zero instead of four and four. We've had a lot of close games in the fourth quarter. We just need to finish out games.
What are some of your guys' goals? Our goals? Uh, to win the conference right now, we're in second place. We're 3-1 uh, and one in the conference. Um, we just got to take down the big dog up top, Woodridge, and then we got to beat Streetsboro and Norton. Are the big games coming up. Okay, awesome. And what's been your favorite memory from this season? Favorite memory from this season? Uh, or anything from last year? Shoot, I don't know. I can't think right now. Hold on. Uh, I don't know. Um, we are, we we like um, Banks. He uh, makes always these funny quotes and stuff. So we always make fun of him for his quotes and stuff. Um, he make he says some funny things sometimes, and we all just laugh about. It. We always repeat it and say the same things. I can't, I just can't think of an example right now. That's okay. And since you're a senior, how does it feel that it's your last year on the basketball team? Um, it feels it's it's good, but it's a it's a scary feeling as well. It's like last season of basketball. Um, because I know I'm not going to play, like, basketball, like, outside of, like, um, co- like in college. But, you know, I can always play, like, pickup games outside or something like that and just have fun. Okay. What are your plans for college? Um, to, like, what do you mean? Like, where do you want to go? Oh, I'm going to uh, Bowling Green, and then I'm going to study accounting slash finance. Awesome. How exciting. And then lastly, since we're at the Joe Tate Classic, did you ever grow up listening to Joe Tate, or have you heard some of his games? Uh, I have watched some of Joe Tate's games. My first time, like, watching NBA basketball um, and going to an NBA game, I uh, watched Joe Tate um, announce and then heard him announce as well on the radio and on TV. How do you think he did? Like, memorable guy? Um, he's very memorable. He, he was really good at calling games. It was always keep you excited. Yeah, I heard great things. So. All right, thank you. Yes. Hi, we are here with teacher Mr. Duker. He's a science teacher at our high school, Cloverleaf. Um, what do you teach here at Cloverleaf? Yeah, so I teach uh, three different levels of biology. I teach uh, honors biology, which is mostly freshmen and sophomores, uh, CCP biology, which is a junior-senior class, and then AP biology as well. And why did you become a teacher? It's really interesting. I initially thought I would be like physical therapist, but I did a stint as a vacation Bible school teacher at my church when I was growing up, and I really liked working with kids over the summer, and just later on in the school year, just decided that I really could see myself being a teacher. My parents were both teachers, but they actually told me, don't be a teacher. So I tried to steer away from it, but couldn't see myself doing anything else. Yeah, just your passion. Yeah, I, I really, I like working with kids. That's awesome. I don't know, so... Um, do you attend a lot of the events at Cloverleaf? I do. I guess some of them um, as a I coach uh, cross country and track, so obviously I'm involved with that. But I do try to attend a lot of extracurricular events like the drama and the basketball, like coming to the games. So I don't know. I like kids seeing the, the student athletes participating in what they do, and so uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I know you also do a couple other things like Project Giving Tree during yeah. Christmas, which is awesome. No, it, it's so much fun. I, I I think it's one of the my favorite things we do here at Cloverleaf to see over a hundred high school students get involved and buy a Christmas gift for an elementary student they don't even know, and then to see how excited the high school students are to pass them out, to see the elementary students how excited they are to receive it, it's it's really a, a huge blessing for the community. So 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 proud of the students for doing that. I definitely think Cloverleaf is known for its um, kindness and the students, and I think that's really awesome that we're able to do that because you don't hear a lot of schools doing those types yeah, of things. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what's something, or why do you feel it's important to give back to our community? Well, I, I think one of the things that if we are really honest with ourselves, 
Like we would not be here unless people invested in our lives when we were younger. Um, I, I think it's important that we turn around and then do that same thing. We, we have to invest in people's lives. Unfortunately, not everyone's family situation is fantastic. Um, I know even with me, both my parents are teachers, but we had struggles at home. So it was because of teachers and coaches pouring into me that I think got me going in the right direction. So That's awesome. And then finally, um, what did Joe Tate mean to you? Did you grow up listening to him at all? You know what? It's interesting. I grew up in the south of Toledo, so we got to listen to Detroit Pistons basketball and not the Cavs. That would be a question that you want to ask my wife because she grew up in this area, and her brother had, like, the miracle of Richfield Tate that he would play all the time. So um, I'm going to have Sheila come over and talk about that one. Okay. Sheila, come here. No, real quick. you got a Joe Tate question. Oh, here you go. So, what did Joe Tate mean to you? Was he like a role model, um, just a cool guy you heard on the radio? Um, an example of dedication. The Cavs were bad for a long time, but he was always there. Every night you would turn on the radio, and there he was. And it was he was always positive no matter what. And it was just... Um, he made life fun. He made life fun where they were bad or good. It was really fun when they were good. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah. he was always just um, just like a member of your house almost. The radio would be on and Joe Tate would always be in the background. And then I heard Mr. Giger said something about your brother. Did he play basketball? My brother did play basketball. Okay. So he was but maybe he a was role a, model. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would say my brother will still... Um, one of the Joe Tate clips got played, and I sent him a text because I remember hearing my brother quoting Joe Tate around our house. And he would, uh, when I sent him that text tonight, he said, "Oh," and he repeated the whole quote because it was uh, he had heard it, and he was at the games, and Joe Tate was his hero. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for talking with us. You're welcome. Hi, everybody. We're here with Mrs. Jarvis. She's an art teacher at Cloverleaf High School. Hi, everybody. And so Mrs. Jarvis actually created our new brand for Positive Vibes, our logo. And she's just going to talk a little bit about the process that went into that. Well, thanks for having me on your podcast today. And I just wanted to kind of go through the steps that we did when we were creating. I was approached by Mr. Hummiston, and he discussed with me some of the things that the team had been working on for this year's Positive Vibes, and he showed me some of the thumbnails, which are just some of the sketches that they had done, a little bit of the pre-work that they had created when they were coming up with ideas, and asked my opinion. I actually have a degree in graphic design from Bowling Green State University, so um, it was nice to be able to use my degree again. Um, I gave him some insight, um, different prices, like things to consider, when uh, reprinting things that you'll want to you'll want to keep in mind like not only how many colors but how will it look if it's in black and white because sometimes this might get printed on letterhead or on business cards or um, just posted on the internet sometimes things just have to be two colors so we talked about that and then he sent me over uh, a digital version that one of the girls on the team had created and using what they had started I kind of worked out sort of a rough draft for them. I had maybe 16 different versions that they could look at and see which one kind of went with their vision um, and matched up with their sketch the most. And from that, I redrew it in a program called Adobe Illustrator. And then I sent that back over to the team. They took a look at it. And from there, one of the girls on the team, um, Lexi, 
uh, she took it and then she did some tweaks to it and uh, made some adjustments and then they have now they have their final product which is very similar to mine but I can see that they've actually made some changes which is good because it gives them their own ownership to it too so that's basically how it went from start to finish awesome and we can't thank you enough for creating this for us and just so you guys know who are listening our logo is blue waves with the sun peeking through them and then it just says positive vibes and we're so excited to have mrs jarvis help us just that community help throughout the school and just a couple more questions for you mrs jarvis so how long have you been at cloverleaf uh, this is my 18th year at cloverleaf i actually worked professionally as a graphic designer for three years before I went back and got my degree in education to become a teacher. So I worked as a graphic designer. I was the art director for a magazine. So I have experience in the design world as well before I came back. So That's really cool. I did not know that. I did. I love that. All right. And then what are some of the art classes that you teach here? Um, I teach Art One. So I have all of the freshmen and sophomores as they come through. It's kind of nice because it gives me the opportunity to have all of the students at least once so it's nice because I get to know all of the students at Cloverleaf. Um, and then from there, I teach ceramics one, two, and three. It's nice for that because if kids really like taking ceramics, they can take it over and over and over again. I, I mean, I have some kids who will probably take it four times, even though there's not truly a ceramics four offered. And then depending on the year, sometimes I do teach a 3D um, media class, which is like a crafts class. Uh, and in the past, I've taught graphic design or digital art as well. So... A little bit of everything, I guess. Awesome. Well, thank you for talking with us. Uh, you're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you. I'm here with senior cheerleaders, Caitlin Tamura, Katie Van Dyke, and Cora Nura. So how's your guys' cheerleading season going so far? Um, it's going pretty good. Um, we're kind of bonding as a team, and I think we're uplifting the guys a good amount, and they're doing pretty good, and that's our goal, so I think it's going good. What are you guys preparing for right now? Like any competitions or special games? Um, we're preparing for a competition that we're going to do in February, and it's our first competition we've ever done throughout like the MAC League, and we're just preparing by doing a band dance, a cheer, and just really working on our tumbling and jump skills to improve them by February. Who's your guys' biggest competition? Norton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now we think um, Norton. They're a pretty powerful team, and um, we had a showcase, and they were pretty powerful if there's anything you can leave behind to the younger cheerleaders, what would you leave behind for them and tell them? Um, I feel like I would just tell them, um, try your best and work hard um, and kind of improve for your best self. Don't worry about anyone else. Just try to be the best person you can and uplift everyone you encounter, kind of. Yeah, I agree. Like, just try to have fun with it and really, like, get into the sports. I feel like coming up like into high school and stuff say you're going to cheer for football and basketball like it helps a lot and it makes it a lot more fun if you know about the sports and like how it's doing all right hi i'm here with emily george from cloverleaf high school and i'm also here with ellie judson who is a freshman at cloverleaf high school so i just want to ask you guys how your season's been going this year for cheerleading um it's it's a good start yeah it's really good for my first year of cheer uh, I've had a lot of fun, especially being on varsity with the older girls. It really taught me a lot more about cheer, and it's just been really fun. The season's definitely kind of getting back to normal-ish, but not fully. There's still definitely some things that are different still, but it's been fun so far. Would you say that you've improved a lot or like anything new has happened this year compared to last year? 
Um, well, we got a new coach this year, and she's amazing. She really is working on things like that we don't usually work on with our coaches. Like she knows how to help us with tumbling, so we've been tumbling a lot more, and just getting us more prepared for things, making us look like really good. Yeah, and we're getting to like prepare for like actually doing competitions, which we haven't done in like a couple years now, and I'm really excited to start doing that. What would you guys say your favorite memory so far is from this year, or if not this year, then recent years? Um, I really like uh, driving with Emily to the games, and we would have so much fun, like get Starbucks and like listen to all our fun music in the car. It's just so fun. I would have to say um, our team dinners. They're really fun with like our team and the boys just kind of messing around. Um, and also our Starbucks traditions. We always go to Starbucks right before all the games. That's awesome. And then one last question. Did you, have you guys ever heard about Joe Tate? Um, I heard about him today, like, after we started, like, that we're starting this tradition now. And I really think it's cool that we're bringing this alive this year. And I just thought it was really amazing that we're doing that. Um, I feel honored to be uh, part of the first year of this new tradition that we're starting. And... You know, this is really exciting. All right, thank you guys so much. Yeah, no problem. I'm here with senior Patrick McConnell. What makes you come to events such as basketball games? I love the interactions between friends and family, you know. My brother plays basketball. What team is your brother on? And what position does he play? He is on the Cloverleaf Colts. Um, he, he, he starts JV and he sits varsity. And he plays anything. So do you have any information about who Joe Tate was? I know Joe Tate was a commentator for the Cleveland Cavaliers and Cleveland Indians. And I never watched him, you know, because he was kind of before my time. But when I watch highlights of old Cavs and Indians tapes... I definitely know who he is because I've heard him before, and he was a good announcer. He's actually in the rafters of the Cleveland Cavaliers arena because he is a Hall of Famer for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he's right next to the uh, Campy Wrestle and stuff like that because he is he's a legend here in uh, Cleveland, and I just learned today that he passed away, and he lives in he lived in Lafayette Township and. That's why this is going on. So it's a real tribute to a real legend. So with that being said, how do you feel that your school is starting this new tradition with honoring Joe Tate and everything he's done? Wait, this is a tradition? Yes, yeah, it is. Oh. Well, I think this is a great tradition, especially since he was a community man. He lived in the district, you know. So I feel like I feel like this is a great tradition to start, and um, hopefully it lives long, you know, and rides high. Hey guys, I'm back here with Elian Zayed. Hi everyone. <laughs> he was our Cloverleaf Homecoming King for 2021. Congrats. Thank you. How'd that make you feel? Uh, pretty good. It was, it was really an honor to uh, get to represent the school and um, see everyone just out there at the dance having fun. It was really great. Awesome. I know everybody loved having you win. It was really awesome. Thank you. And so tonight we're here at the basketball game. Can I just ask what brings you to these basketball games? Um, well, my girlfriend's a cheerleader, and also I just enjoy, you know, school spirit, seeing um, 
the student section doing all the fun themes and just celebrating the school's basketball team. Okay, that's awesome. Well, thank you for coming. Yep. Um, just a couple more things. What are some things that you're involved in at the school? I'm in the marching band, and I'm also on the track team. Okay, awesome. What are some of your goals for this track season coming up? Um, hopefully, I want to try to uh, run this year. Usually I'm a thrower, but okay. I want to run this year. So hopefully be good at running, get fast. <laughs> what do you want to do, like sprints, relays? Um, I haven't decided that yet. Just kind of, I want to give it a try, see what I'm good at, where my strengths and weaknesses are, and decide after I decide from there. Okay, have you been doing indoor track at all? Uh, yeah, I've been going to indoor track, uh, trying to get some conditioning in, trying to get better, and just, tr again, try to find those strengths and weaknesses. Awesome. Awesome, and, well, thank you for talking with us. Yeah, of course. Uh, enjoy your podcast. <laughs> All right, I'm here with Ashley Slife at uh, Cloverleaf High School, who's a part of the Cloverleaf swim team, and then I'm also with Bryn Lilly, who is part of the Cloverleaf tennis team. So, uh, to start you guys off, um, what makes you guys want to come to these uh, sporting events? Um, just being able to support Cloverleaf as a school and spending time with our friends. I like to come support everything and to be a part of it and to spend time with other people. Have you guys uh, entered any raffles at today's uh, game? Not yet, but we're going to. All right, sweet. Um, what would you guys say your favorite uh, winter sport team is to watch? Um, Probably swimming, just because I'm a part of it. I personally, I just helped today, actually. But basketball <laughs> is also really fun to watch. Honestly, yeah. any winter sport is... Uh, have you guys ever heard of the guy going gone, going by uh, Joe Tate? Uh, my mom has talked about him before. I've heard him on the radio a couple right. times. Sweet, thank you. Is that good? I'm here with Keegan, a fifth grade basketball player from Cloverleaf. So who's your uh, teachers at Cloverleaf? Uh, I have Miss Lurt, Miss Riley, and Miss Seaholzer. And have you been going to Cloverleaf your whole life? Yes. So what teams do you play on for basketball? Uh, I play for rec. I play for travel, and then I play AAU for smack. And I also play, like, soccer and baseball. How long have you been playing basketball? Uh, well, I started playing, like, through Cloverleaf when I was seven, but I've been playing, like, my whole life. Um, so what's your favorite part of, like, basketball, and, like, why do you want to play it? Um, just, like, building, like, this, like, a family relationship with the team and just playing, like, the game. Um, what position do you play? Uh, I usually play point guard. What's your favorite part of the season and, like, your favorite memory so far? Um, probably my favorite memories are, like, going to tournaments. Thank you for listening to today's podcast that was brought to you by Hometown Dental.